0: It's not enough to know your number. It's not enough to have your goal. You got to choose your goal, choose your target, and then work backwards from there, building your path on exactly how you're going to get there. What does that look like? Well, which products or services am I going to sell? How much are they going to be priced at? Am I going to increase my prices this year if I sold them last year? And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Chris Harder Show's Another Money Monday here where we talk all things money and where today I'm grateful that my wife's new company finally launched pre-sales and they're going so freaking good. So if you're somebody that jumped on and and ordered your Glossy, thank you for supporting her. If you have not yet, literally hit pause and go to getglossy.com. That's G-L-O-C-I. Go to getglossy.com. Again, the spelling is G-L-O-C-I. Getglossy.com. Place your order. It's just pre-sales right now and it's a skin routine you can drink. Like you literally replace whatever hydration sticks you're using right now with this one. And it's an entire skin routine. You can drink hair, nails, gut health, everything. It's such an no brainer, and it's like the greatest product to ever, ever hit. I'm so proud of her. So that is what my gratitude is today. But what I wanted to talk about today here on this Money Monday was a few tips that Lori and I do, a few things you should be reminded of when you're starting to plan your 2024 financial planning. And when I say financial planning, I mean like planning your business's finances, planning your earning goals, planning your revenue, planning what you're going to spend, how you're going to save, all of that stuff. And I wanted to share these few tips with you, four of them actually, under the premise of you can't hit what you don't aim for and you can't achieve what you don't prepare for. And I think that's probably the most important message I could start out by giving you is I know it's a simple message, but there's nothing truer. You can't hit what you don't aim for and you can't achieve what you don't prepare for. Meaning you have to have a goal and you have to have preparation or dang it, you're just not going to have the year that you want to have. And I know that if you're listening to this show, you have big dreams. I know if you are listening to this show, you want to get ahead. I know if you're listening to this show, you want abundance. I know if you're listening to the show, like, you're like, dang it. I need my break. This is my year. I want to grow. I want to go from good to great, or I'm just getting started, or I want to go from great to, you know, selling my company. I know you've got some real tangible, awesome financial goals, or you wouldn't be listening to a show like this. So I want to support you in hitting those goals. And the first message I can give you, is not even one of the four tips. It's just like the overall arching message here is that you can't hit what you don't aim for. You got to have that target and you can't achieve what you don't prepare for. You got to have that plan. And so if you have the target and the plan, You can't go wrong. Yeah, it's not going to look exactly how you thought it's going to look. It's not going to feel exactly how you thought it's going to feel. But you're going to end up in the vicinity of what your original goal was. Every year, when we make sure that we address these things, as simple as they are, when Lori and I make sure that we have our target, we always say, what's your number? Okay, that's our target. What do we want to earn? What are our gross earnings for our personal brands this year? Or all of our income in in the house, I should say. So what's your target? Or what's your number? And then what's your plan to get there? If you've got those two things dialed in, every time that we dial those in, we always hit our number or come darn close to hitting our number. And it never shows up the way we think we're going to, but there's something magical about having a target. You just find a way to get there. So as I share these four tips, keep that in mind. That's the overarching message that these are kind of born from. Now, the first tip is this. You got to remember, it's all about the size of your shovel. In other words, How much you want to earn this year, I always call that your shovel because money is a tool. It's a tool to create jobs. It's a tool to put a great roof over your head. It's a tool to support your family. It's a tool to live a great life. It's a tool to give to those in need. It's a tool for anything you want in life. You cannot dispute that life is better and easier when you have this larger, more abundant tool called money. Now, you don't need money to be happy, but it's easier to avoid the unhappy moments when you have money, right? And you don't need money to be giving, but you can give in a more significant way, even if it's volunteering, if you're not a slave to a job or a paycheck that's already spent. And so you can't dispute the fact that it's all about the size of your shovel, AKA your tool, because money is a tool. And so how big is your shovel this year? Or as Lori and I always put it, what's your number this year? Is it a hundred grand? Is it 500 grand? Is this your first million dollar year coming up? Is it a $5 million year? Is it a $10 million year? What is your number? You have to have this target. You have to be bought into this target. It has to be clear as day. And you have to believe that the set of tracks that you built to get there has a chance of getting you there. But if you just say, I'm going to work hard this year. I'm just going to do everything it takes. And I'm not going to be attached to an outcome. That's the biggest lie on the planet. Don't let somebody trick you into that type of belief. I'm just going to do the work and not be attached to an outcome. No, uh, uh. you got to have the outcome in your scopes. Now, you don't have to be attached on how you're going to get there because that's going to change. Trust me. But you have to be bought in to your target, to your number this year because you can't hit what you don't aim for. And your path of getting there must be strategic. It's not enough to know your number. It's not enough to have your goal. You got to choose your goal. Choose your target and then work backwards from there, building your path on exactly how you're going to get there. What does that look like? Well, which products or services am I going to sell? How much are they going to be priced at? Am I going to increase my prices this year if I sold them last year? Am I going to eliminate any products that are kind of cannibalizing my time and and distracting my audience so I can go all in on some other products that are more popular? When am I going to launch them? Am I going to build an evergreen funnel getting there? Am I going to spend money on ads this year? Or, or how am I going to acquire the audience in order to sell the number of products? Lori and I are, are excited about her new product, Glossy, because her goal is to build a multi, multi, multi-million dollar business, obviously. And it's a subscription product. It's a skin routine you can drink. So you got to use it on a regular basis, right? And she figured out that for each person that stays using Glossy for a year, that each person is worth about thousand dollars. And so for every million dollars that you want to make in sales, you just have to find a thousand people. Think about that. Just takes a thousand people to spend a thousand dollars with you over the course of a year to make a million dollars. Or if you want to make a hundred grand, it just takes a thousand people to spend a hundred dollars with you throughout the year or flip it. It might just take a hundred people that spend a thousand dollars with you. So math is always the path, but you have to build the path. What products are you going to sell? How are you going to price them? When are you going to launch them? How are you going to grow your audience? What are your conversion rates going to be? And when you come up with all that, taking that 30,000 foot view, look at it and saying, okay, is what I built realistic? And it's okay if it's a stretch. It should be a stretch. Boy, I hope you have somebody in your life that stretches you when it comes to this. But it can't be completely unrealistic. I'm just going to be real with you. I've seen some people go from 500 grand to 2 million, 3 million, 4 million. I've seen it. But the chances of that happening are pretty small. So if you're at 100 grand this year, maybe your realistic goal is, I'm going to build a path to four or 500 grand. Or if you're at half a million dollars this past year, maybe you for sure see a path to a million and a half this year. Maybe two, maybe two. I don't want to talk you out of anything. But you have to look and say, is the path I built realistic in getting there? That's number one. What is the size of your shovel, aka what's your number this year? And what's your path of getting there? Number two, Once you know that number, what's your hourly value going to be? And this is so important because, you know, some people say, well, that's only applicable if you're like, you're a coach or a consultant, or, you know, you're selling your time for money. Well, that's the obvious time that knowing what your hourly value is, and you got to have that thing dialed in and calculated. And I'm going to share my proprietary formula with you in a moment to do that. But it's actually applies to a lot more than that. Even if that's not how you sell your product or earn your money, you have to know what your hourly value is because... Once you know that number, what your hourly worth is, anything below that number, any task below that number that is not income producing at that level or joy producing must be traded out, delegated out, bartered out, or hired out. This is the importance of knowing this number. Even if you don't earn money by trading your time for money, you've got to know what your hourly value is. Or there's no way to calculate how to delegate the things that are below your hourly worth. Because here's what happens. When you don't know your hourly number, or when you know it and you don't adhere to it, it becomes one of the biggest leaks in your earning potential. You literally, it's like having a bucket. And this bucket has all these leaks in it. You're like, I don't understand. Where's the water going? I did all the work. I did all the scooping. Why do I have no water left? It's because you got leaks in your bucket, aka you're leaking your valuable hours by not knowing the value of them or adhering to it. And it doesn't take much, guys. If you don't know your hourly value, or if you don't obey it, if you don't serve it, then just a few hours a week here and there doing tasks that are below your pay grade. Remember, if it's not income producing at your hourly number or joy producing, then it's got to be trade out, delegated, hired out. Well, if you leak a few hours here and a few hours there below that number doing tasks that you shouldn't be doing just because you're not keeping your eye on the ball, then it doesn't take much to lose two, three, four, five hundred 500 hours, even a thousand hours in a year worth of income producing time. I'm not kidding. For example, if you wasted 10 hours a week doing things that should have been hired out, delegated out, traded out times 52 weeks, that's over 500 hours a year that you accidentally leaked your way to sabotaging your earning goals. The average person only works 2,000 to 2,500 hours a year. So you can't afford to accidentally leak 500 of those hours below your pay grade. Or you are mathematically sabotaging your goals. You're gonna to get to the end of the year and say, I don't get it. I did the right things. I worked really hard. I worked harder than everyone else I know. Where's the reward? You don't have the reward because you didn't adhere to your hourly value. So what will your hourly value be this year? My proprietary formula is this. You have to take your earnings goal, right? Remember, number one was what's your number? So you have to take your earnings goal for the year, divide it by the number of weeks you want to work that year, divided by the number of days per week you want to average that year, divided by the number of income-producing hours per day you want to work. Let me repeat that. Your earnings goal, aka 100 grand, divided by the number of weeks you want to work in a year, so there's 52 weeks in a year. Hopefully you don't want to work 52 out of 52. You might say, oh, I definitely need six weeks off. So I'm going to take my 100 grand divided by 46, right? Out of 52 weeks. Divided by the number of days per week you want to average. I understand some weeks you might work a little more than others. But is this four days a week that you're working? Three days a week that you're working? Six days a week that you're working? You have to know how many income producing days per week you're willing to average this year in order to hit your new goal and then divided by the number of income-producing hours, like real, intentional, I am working hours each workday. Is it six hours a day, five hours a day, eight hours a day, 10 hours a day? And so you take this, you your 100 grand divided by 46 weeks, divided by five days per week, divided by eight income-producing hours per day, and boom, whatever that works out to be, that's the number. Matter of fact, let me do a little bit of math real quick. In that example, if your goal is $100,000, And you divide it by 46 weeks, divided by an average of five days a week, divided by an average of eight hours a day, then your hourly value would be $54.35 an hour. So if you're cleaning your house that you could have hired out for $25 an hour, you have a leak in your bucket. If you're running errands that you could have hired out for $15 or $20 an hour, you have a leak in your bucket. If you are doing graphics for your website that you could have hired out for $30, $40 an hour, you have a leak in your bucket. You have to trade those leaky hours that are below your pay grade, below your hourly value. You have to trade those out, hire those out, barter those out so that you can be income producing at that level or you're going to sabotage your goals. So that's number two. What's your hourly value going to be this year? Number three, you and your business earn revenue. You do not earn a paycheck. Let me repeat this because this is where people get tripped up. When you collect money on behalf of your business, that is revenue, that is not your paycheck. Except most people who are pretty new in business, heck, even people I see that are three, four, five years in, I'll ask them, hey, how much money do you make? And they'll say, oh, I make 500 grand a year. And they're mistaken because that's what their business makes. And the problem is they're calculating their lifestyle off of it. Oh, how'd you buy your G-Wagon? How'd you buy that house? How'd you buy this? Well, my business makes $500,000 a year. Yeah, but that's not your paycheck. You're living like that's your paycheck, but this is why you have financial pain. You and your business earn revenue and out of that revenue, you need to pay yourself a calculated paycheck and invest the rest back into growing your business, sustaining your business, finding supportive people for your business. So it'll be growing instead of stagnant or going backwards because you will get stuck. Make no mistake, you will get stuck in your business if you're treating all the money coming in like a paycheck instead of like revenue that gets reinvested back in your company. So do a personal budget this year. What is your rent or mortgage? What do your cars cost you? How much is food? How much are you, is your insurance? How much is your cell phone bill? Everything. Do a granular personal budget this year. Figure out what that monthly number is. And that's what you got to pay yourself. Then you better make sure that you have money above and beyond whatever that number is in your earnings goal. To be reinvested in your business, or you're not going to be able to run ads. You're not going to be able to buy your way on the podcast. You're not going to be able to throw that event. You're not going to be able to do the things that it takes to grow an audience, which grows sales. So maybe this is the year that you stop operating thinking that all the money coming into your business is a paycheck. Maybe this is the year like, oh my God, thanks for the wake up call, dude. I guess I never realized I was living this way. All right, here is my personal budget. Here's what I know I need to earn. Pretend it's a 10 grand a month is your personal budget. So you need to earn 120 grand plus whatever it would take to support and grow your business. If you know that you want to spend 10 grand a month on people supporting your business, ads supporting your business, the software supporting your business, et cetera. Well, now you've got 10 grand worth of personal expenses plus 10 grand worth of business expenses. You know that your business needs to generate 20 grand a month, aka your goal has to be a quarter million dollars or more for the year. Math is always the path. This is not left to chance. This is not left to, I worked really hard, so I think it's going to work out. This is not left to magic. This is not left to manifesting. This is not left to any of those things. Although magic and manifesting certainly help the journey, they can't be the journey. Math is the path to where you want to predictably end up for the year. And you need to understand the math behind your revenue versus your paycheck and personal budget. And then number four, notice each of these things are building on each other, right? Number four is pay yourself first, pay your investments first. What I mean by that is out of the revenue that you determine is your pay, out of that particular number, you need to pay your investments first. What are you doing for your future? What are you doing for your investments? You got to remember, you're not working today to live today. You're working today to live today and to be able to live tomorrow when you are older because that day will come. I promise you, one of my biggest regrets in life is that I didn't understand this in my 20s. I calculated an easy $50 million more that I would have had today had I understood this in my 20s. That's a little gut punch. We're talking like liquid sitting there, cash. I didn't understand this in my 20s. Hell, I didn't understand this in my early 30s. It took me until my, my mid thirties to take this serious and then real serious. When I, when I hit 40, you have to figure out what that personal budget is. And whatever that number is that you're paying yourself, pay your investments first and live on the rest after it's the easiest hack in the world, actually, because psychologically we always spend what's left laying around. So let's get the investment money out of sight, out of mind. First thing. Have that automatic deposit each week or each month into your Vanguard account. Have that automatic deposit each week or each month into your E-Trade account. Have it set up into that separate high-yield online savings account that's out of sight, out of mind. Because when money is out of sight, out of mind, you don't spend it. But when money's just sitting there piling up your checking savings, ooh, you feel rich. Hey, maybe I can get that new car. Hey, maybe I can get that new outfit. Hey, maybe I can get that new bag. Maybe we should upgrade houses. So when you figure out what you're paying yourself, then you must pay your investments out of that first. Get it out of sight, out of mind. And you'll be amazed at how easy it is to live on what's left over. Now, some of you hear this and you panic. Like, "Uh uh-uh, I ain't living on no budget. Uh Uh-uh, I am not gonna be putting my money away first and living on beans and rice. you don't wanna live on beans and rice, then figure out what these numbers are and go find a way to earn more. Like, hello, wake up call. If you don't like the path that the math has revealed You don't say, oh, well, I'm not going to invest this year. That's not an acceptable answer. You say, I'm going to figure out how I can do it all. Where do I need to add a new product? Where do I need to add a new income source? Who do I need to consult with in order to see what I'm not seeing? How do I go from 100 to 150 this year so I don't have to cut anything out? How do I go from 250 to 400 this year so I don't have to cut anything out? Go back and listen to my podcast that came out a couple weeks ago about how the power of 10% actually turns into the power of 33%. Small little tweaks here and there when strategically done, you'll give yourself an instant 33% pay raise this year compared to the year past. So it's not acceptable to do all this math that reveals the path and say, eh, I don't like the path, so I'm not going to take it. No, it's your responsibility to say, okay, well, if that's my reality, how do I upgrade my reality? How do I upgrade my financial reality? And when you can answer that, that's when you have your best year ever. It's when good people like you make good money, you start doing great things. Hey, listen, if you need help creating these in a very strategic manner, I do these a lot every year. I literally do these new year strategy sessions. They take about two hours long. We literally remodel your business, your earnings, everything. And this year, I'm doing something kind of fun. I'm going to choose just 10 of you. I choose just 10 of you to do these at 51% off in the form of a Black Friday through Cyber Monday sale. So at the time that this podcast comes out, it's Cyber Monday. I'll give you a couple days afterwards, but when the 10 are gone, the 10 are gone. So if you want to check these out, if you want me to do this with you at a 51% discount compared to what I normally charge, go to chrisharder.me forward slash strategy. Again, go to chrisharder.me forward slash strategy and get 51% off one of these 2024 strategy planning sessions they will literally change your life and I'll teach you a bunch of things that you don't already know. All right guys, thanks for listening. I always love and appreciate you. Thanks for listening and if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review